Welcome to Self-Care After Dark Podcast with me, your host and self-care bestie, Shivani, licensed therapist, author, self-care coach, and CEO of SweetSugarBaby.com. My mission is to educate and inspire you to engage in self-care so that you can be confident in yourself and bold enough to get everything you deserve out of life. Each week, I'll drop a new episode pertaining to self-care, mental health, interviews, expert advice, and or tips to engage in self-care. And remember, if you find value in this episode, screenshot it and post it to your social medias. Don't forget to tag me. So get comfy, grab your wine, tea, or coffee, and tune in, besties. Hello, everybody. It is Shivani, a.k.a. your self-care bestie, a.k.a. Miss Self-Care Therapy and Coaching Center.com. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my new business, y'all. I've been I've been hustling and working out here. So um, I've been super busy, but I wanted to pop in and just I wanted to see how y'all was doing. What's, what's going on? So let me give you a quick update on what's been going on with my life, right? It's so many wonderful positive things so um i officially really 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 launched my website probably i think like march 1st um because i started accepting insurance so i'm like all right boom march 1st i started accepting insurance so let me just really fully immerse myself so um as you know or as you should know or as you are going to know i have my own private practice and I specialize in women's mental health, okay? So um, I launched my virtual therapy and coaching center. I've been working and I've been seeing clients in a coaching capacity. And I've also had some private paid clients, but now that um, I'm accepting insurance, I'm like, all right, listen, it's game on, let's let's go. I'm, I'm seeing everybody um, in, in Florida though. And if you're in Florida, holla at me. Um, <clears throat> but. I launched my private practice and I'm not going to lie. I've done businesses and, you know, that's what I do. But it was really kind of scary, you know, Um, it's uh, to me, it's always scary doing something new. It's always scary putting yourself out there. It's always um, scary uh, to believe in yourself enough to actually go through it and invest in what you are doing, you know, so starting this year, I was like, listen, I am going to take myself seriously. I'm going to do what I need to do. I am going to really pursue what I need to pursue and and really do my own thing and not, not lead my life out of fear. Excuse me, not lead my life out of fear. So um, I knew I wanted to launch my own private practice. I knew I wanted to take myself seriously. I knew I wanted to just put myself out there. So one of the first things I did that for me, it was like, okay, you serious, serious was I booked a um, photo shoot. And I know you might be like, oh, you know, people book photo shoots all the time. Listen, I booked a photo shoot and I invested in photo shoots. I didn't realize how expensive they are, especially if it's branding photo shoots. But baby, it was expensive. But I was like, you know what? 
if I invest in myself, that means that I'm really taking this thing to the next level, right? If you put money behind what you're doing, you're going to have to get some type of profit, some type of revenue because you're really going all in. And for me, when I put my money on something, I'm dead serious. Like I'm dead serious. Quick note, when I was growing up, I, you know, I was going to college and you know, you'll go to go to college, drop out of class, you go to this college, go to that college. And I kept doing that. And I just, for me at the time, I was like, I just, I don't know. I can't do this college thing. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I finally went and found what I wanted to pursue. And I went to Barry and it wasn't no, um, uh, financial aid. It wasn't no mom signing this paperwork. None of that. It was me going into the financial aid office and signing up for a loan and putting my name on there with my information. Okay. Once I signed the dotted lines, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to really finish this college thing because I don't already this, this thousands of dollars that I'm going to have to pay back whether I got a degree or not. So I might as well get that degree. So that was when I really took my education seriously. Because once I got them student loans, I was like, who going to pay these back? Who, who And how you going to pay them back? Especially if you don't finish your degree. So um, for me, I am definitely motiv- motivated by the funds. Okay. By the funds. So when I um, booked my photo shoot, I was like, okay, Shivani, you got to be you got to be serious because if I'm putting this money behind paying for the photo shoot, buying the clothes, you know, doing the hair, doing the makeup, doing the shoes, doing all of these different things, I have to really be serious, right? And listen, when you position yourself as whatever you are, then that is whatever you are, you know? So um, I did that. And I think, I think my photo shoot was like February, like, fourth or something like that I booked it in January though um and then I was like okay well let me sign up for these programs let me start getting credentialed let me start you know um positioning myself so that I can start taking insurance and let me really just take myself seriously and March 1st I made a I made like a little flyer on Canva and I texted all of my friends and family and I was like hey you know I just opened a private practice you know, this is my information. I'm providing virtual therapy. Please send this to five or six people that you know. You never know who's suffering in silence. And I sent that to all of my friends and family. And that is how you know that you serious. When you put yourself out there like that as well, and you're telling your friends and family like, hey, y'all, this is what I do. It's like, whoo, I was nervous, y'all. Even though these are my friends and family, you know, I... You, I think the thought can be, oh my God, I'm opening something else. Oh, these people gonna get sick of me. Oh, this, oh that, you know, but I'm like, listen, y'all just prepare to be sick of me. Okay, it is what it is. I'm gonna send y'all everything I got and I expect y'all to support me. Okay, at least send it to somebody who, you know, might need my services, at least see. <clears throat> so that's that, um, but since I opened March 1st, I have been trying to do something every day, right? Push myself out of my comfort zone every day. Be active in 
telling somebody about what I do every day because the thing about opening opening businesses up is it's all fun and games of course there's a hype and a rush and everybody's congratulating you and they're under the Facebook post but once that dies down baby you still are up and running you still got to get the word out so um one thing new that I did was I went to a networking event by myself because it is what it is it was on a Friday from 9 to 12 I was like oh I don't have no sessions at that time. Let me go. I went, I met some people, met some really cool people. Um, After that, when I got back, um, that was on Friday, I think like Monday or Tuesday, I emailed the people that I met. Hey, y'all, I met y'all. I just want to connect. How y'all doing? You know, just putting myself out there. They have an email back, but it is what it is. Um, What else did I do? Yeah, so, so I'm just, I'm literally challenging myself to talk about my business I'm challenging myself to put myself out there to get out of my comfort zone because this is definitely something that you're going to constantly have to do because one thing is people get therapy but people are not always going to be in therapy every day right they're not going to be in therapy for 15 years right so you you're going to have a constant flow of you know new clients clients you know that are discharging things like that so I have to constantly be in that mindset of letting people know what I do getting my information out there and you just never know who you're going to connect with and who can help you get to the next level so I'm just I'm trying to get out there you know so this goes for you guys too as well if you are in Florida and you are looking for a mental health professional um, I do take insurance I'll have my information in the description notes and click on my website give me feedback let me know how you think my pictures turned out okay Um, and I also do self-care coaching meaning if you're anywhere in the United States, wherever you are, Russia, New York, Jamaica, wherever, Canada, if you're looking for self-care services, um, self-care coaching, I can also provide that type of service as well. Okay. So coaching is going to be helping you get from point A to point B. What are you struggling with and what can we do to help you reach those goals? Mental health therapy is going to be what are some of the traumas that you are dealing with? What type of anxiety you suffering from? What type of, you know, depression? What's triggering you? It's going to be more in depth on your mental and emotional well-being. Okay. Coaching, we don't do none of that. We deal with hitting your goals and getting you from point A to point B. So um, if you're in need of coaching services and you are not in Florida, definitely reach out to me. Or if you are in Florida, I provide those services to everybody, the coaching services. So definitely link up with me because that's what I do. Um, but it's 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 been it's been fun. It's been fun. So <clears throat> enough about me so y'all know my um my youngest son he is uh, a track star okay and he had his first track meet on saturday and you know they say oh be prepared to be out there all day y'all really be prepared to be out there all day so we went out there probably at like six o'clock in the morning and they didn't leave until like 7 38 p.m now i'm saying they because uh we got up out of there about like I'm gonna say 345. I had to go. Now, I had to go. Um listen, I 
I could do a little bit, but I ain't doing it all. Okay. Um, we went, it was beautiful. It was wonderful to see. It was just all these families, right? All these black families, all these brown families, all these people, right? Rooting on these kids. And it was just beautiful to see um, just people there to support their children and to support, you know, what they have going on. And it was just really positive. It was beautiful. Um, Grayson, the first race came in last. Okay. Um, yeah. And then the second race he did, he did a little bit better. He did a little bit better. He wasn't first, but he was not last. Okay. Um, and it is so funny because it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, you want them to get number one but then when they don't get number one it's like well you did a good job I'm proud of you you know you still want to give them that encouragement um but it's so funny because and we're going to get into this in the topic but I've been talking to Grayson and I've been telling him and speaking just these words over him and it's like you know he like okay mom you know whatever but now he's starting to believe it like I'm like oh you the you the number one track star you got you the fastest you the fastest person on this team you know listen if you need a hype man that's what I do you know so I'm hyping him up and like it's so funny because he's he's starting to believe it and with him believing it he's starting to be it right so it's it's just phenomenal I love I love my baby and then what we did was we got the big one in because the big one was like he was at the track meets reading books and playing on his iPad I say brother you need to be on that field running you know we are a family a healthy family we believe in physical health and mental health you need to be out there running too so we signed him up it was it's, it's late in the game um but just to get out there and just just to run and it's exercise and it's you know it's it's lit so of course he went out there and he hated it okay he cried he crying on the track baby hey keep it moving keep keep pushing it is what it is right because we we have to teach children that um it's a mind over matter right like I want him I want both of them to be mentally strong right I want them to understand that you can do and be and overcome whatever you want to do be and overcome you know so it's not you know kids are going to want to take the path of least resistance he want to play on his ipad all day we can't no we can't have that right so him running track of course he don't see the importance of it but it's going to build his confidence right it's going to build his tenacity it's going to make him know that he can really overcome things it's going to make him know that you know mind over matter he can do anything he puts his mind to you know and I need him to have that growing up he's a he's a young black man right I need him to understand that he can overcome any obstacle in his life okay and the first one is going to be running on that track (laughs) I couldn't do it I'm not gonna lie I couldn't do it I couldn't do it but I'm building my endurance and I'm working and I'm, you know, I'm exercising. That's the funny thing is when I tell them, you know, you got to exercise, you got to do what you got to do. They, I believe that they respect it a little bit more because guess what? They see mommy right in the living room with my weights, doing squats and, 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 and exercising as well. So I'm not just talking and I'm not just, oh, y'all need to exercise. And I'm sitting on the couch eating chips. I be eating chips sometimes too, but mind your business. Okay. Anyways, but they see me working out. 
they see me at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, you know, on YouTube, working out, getting fit, sweating, being tired, right? They see me on the track sometimes, like on a Saturday morning walking, we all walking as a family. So I'm living, I'm trying to live my life by example. So when I tell them, I expect you to be physical. I expect you to, you know, work out. This is, this is a part of your life. This is not something that's abnormal. What you mean work out? No, this family work out. I don't know what you do, but within this family, we work out. That's what we do, you know? So I think it's more respected because they know mommy exercises just as well as I expect them to exercise, right? So it's important that, you know, we not only, you know, verbally tell our children what they need to do, right? But we also live it and we're an example of it you know that's really important as well so we will be back after this message and we're gonna get into this topic Are you looking for a way to incorporate self-care into your life, create healthy boundaries, and reach your personal goals faster? Self-care coaching could be the answer for you. Through partnering with me, your self-care bestie, I can help you gain the insight you need to make lasting changes in your life. Self-care coaching can help you develop the confidence, knowledge, and skills you need to reach your personal goals and become the best version of yourself. So don't wait any longer. Visit selfcaretherapyandcoaching.com to book your free 15-minute consultation with me. So this podcast episode, we are dealing with and discussing the book, The Four Agreements. And I know you guys have heard of the book because it's up there with other books like um, The Alchemist and things like that. So my sister referred it to me. She was like, you need to read this book. And I was like, okay, all right, okay. So um, I listened to it on YouTube and they have the full book. But what got me and why I wanted to discuss this topic is because we can be so loose in this area, right? So um, the first of the four agreements is be impeccable with your words. And that, you know, of course, we all say, oh, well, watch your language, watch your words, things like that. But the way that the author broke down why it's important to be impeccable with your words, like it really hit me. So I've been trying to be more mindful of that. But <clears throat> I'm going to read a little bit about the first agreement, which is being impeccable with your word. So it says, speak with integrity, say only what you mean, avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others and use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. <clears throat> so what got me was the guy is saying in the book that basically when you speak positivity, like when you use your words, you're like casting spells and it sounds really freaky but they're like your casting spell so you can either be casting something good and happy and putting forth positive energy or you can be doing black magic and I was like wow you know that's that's deep because you think black magic you think negative things you think evil stuff but you're literally creating a whole reality for somebody because of the words that you're saying about them or the words that you're saying about yourself so um, it was funny because over the weekend, 
like I said before, Grayson did his first track meet and we were encouraging him. Great job, Grayson. Good job. You know, but then on Monday and he didn't, he didn't win. But on Monday I was like, Grayson, listen, you got this. And he was like, well, you know, this little boy, you know, in, in track, he's faster than me. And I was like, there is nobody faster than you. You are the best. You're the fastest. You're amazing. You know, don't believe that. Don't think that you are the fastest. He went to track that night and he blew that boy out the water. He was so fast and he was so focused and he was so determined. And I just, I was like, dang, like he really did it. And I believe that he can do it. But I also think that me using my words to encourage him and to build him up and to lift him up and to, you know, feed that positivity into his life, it became a reality, right? So the four agreements and, and what the man said in the book, the four agreements, he said that basically things happen and people will say things about us, but the moment that we agree with it, we have come into agreement with it, right? So let's say somebody says that you can't sing right the moment somebody says you can't sing and the moment you accept that as your reality guess what you can't sing like you've you've come into agreement with that so now you're self-conscious about singing now you feel like your voice is terrible now you don't even raise your voice or try to sing because you've come into agreement with the fact that this person says something negative and you believed it so now y'all in agreement with something negative that they've spoken over your life you know and I think that we do this so much I know when I was a kid people have said things to me and it sits in your spirit because you take it on as like as a truth right you take it on as a truth you start to believe it and you start acting in that way right so since I listened to the book I was like you know what I need to make sure that I am being impeccable with my words, right? I am, I need to make sure that if I say something about somebody or, you know, referring to someone, I'm saying stuff that can uplift them, right? I'm not saying, saying things to, to break them down or to make them feel bad. Um, and it's funny because... I think he uses this example to where like you can say something about somebody or you can talk about somebody you can you know and that person will call you right or that person will like hey how you you know it's it's putting that energy out there right putting that energy out there into the universe so are you putting out positive energy or are you putting out negative energy are you using your words for good or are you using your words for bad so since I really launch like my private practice full-blown taking insurance all of that stuff I have to deal with a lot of like imposter syndrome right and I think it's it's normal everybody when you're doing something new you're like oh my god can I really do this is this really possible for me I know other people did it but I don't know if I can do it right so we deal with a lot of imposter syndrome a lot of I don't know if I'm good enough for this things like that so with the being impeccable with your words for me that means that I need to speak life over what like what I want to achieve right and I have to speak directly against the stuff that I'm feeling internally like if I'm feeling oh my gosh I'm a little nervous I'm a little scared to you know put myself out there like that I'll look in the mirror and I'm like you are the best you are amazing you got this you're not scared or nothing like you you could do this you know and I have to like talk myself into it because my words are powerful and if I say that I'm the top 
black female therapist, then I'm the top black female therapist. I'm walking in, I'm gonna move like it, I'm gonna act like it. You know, all of my actions are gonna lead me into being that way because that is what I'm telling myself, you know? And it's as simple as that. So I had a conversation with someone and they were like, well, I don't really see myself in that light. And I'm like, listen, you know, you have to see yourself the, that way in order to get that way. And he's like, no, but you gotta, you gotta work hard and then you'll become it. And I'm like, no. And it, it's, it's like the argument, which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? I believe that you have to see yourself in that role, in that position before you get there, right? Because if you don't see that you can do it and you don't create the imagery in your mind, then you don't really believe that you can really get there, right? And sometimes I saw someone said say this, your subconscious don't know if it's real or, or fake, right? So if I am imagining on a constant basis, I'm the top, you know, black female therapist. I'm everybody's seeking me, everybody's booking me up, everybody wants to be a part of my private practice. They're, you know, I got a waiting list a mile long because everybody wants me. If I believe that and I'm putting that into my subconscious, I'm imagining myself as a top female black therapist, then guess what? My my subconscious don't know if that's a reality or not. It just sees it. It sees it. It feels it, right? I feel good when I think about these things. And then eventually I'll become it, right? And I feel like that has worked for me in the past, right? Because sometimes when you try to work hard for something, I got to just put the energy into it. I just got to work hard. I just got to work hard. You really don't have to work that hard, right? When you put it in your subconscious and you truly believe it, you'll it'll be a natural second nature for you, right? Like me being the top black female therapist, that's second nature for me. Like I'm walking and I'm moving like I am, you know, and that means that I, I wake up, I do my networking events, I email people, I give people my cards, like that's what that's what I'm supposed to do. And I'm walking in that role and I'm becoming that actively, not I'm just going to just grind it out, grind it out. I don't think you have to work that hard, you know, and that's just my personal belief. I feel like when you're doing what you're supposed to do, right, you're when you're in alignment with your mission, your purpose, your goals, and you have your eyes on the prize, guess what? You just have to continue to wake up and do the things that are in alignment with your goals and your purpose, and it will come to you, right? It will come to you, and that's been my experience. So once I, you know, I sent a text message to all all my friends and family, everybody. I was like, I'm gonna step out on faith. I'm gonna send it to everybody. I'm gonna just see what happens. I sent it to everybody that the next day, the next day I had my first consult, right? Somebody booked a consult with me. Um, and later on that day, literally I had like two more consults scheduled, right? And I was just like, oh my God, like it's really happening, but it would not have happened had I not believed that I can do it first, you know, I feel like the belief has to be there. And in order to believe, we have to put it in our minds. We have to live it. We have to talk it. We have to be comfortable with it. You know, like 
we have to see it. And sometimes we don't have it like a physical piece of it, but if you speak it, you're going to see it. So that's part of being impeccable with your words, right? Um, I think it's important to use your words to boost your self-esteem. It's important to look in the mirror when you're talking and you're trying to be impeccable with your words. Use your words to build you up, right? Of course, we've all looked in the mirror and been like, ooh, that's a little roll right there. Where did the roll come from? You know, like we've all seen a part of us that we may not be proud of, right? But that's still a part of you, right? Regardless of if it's a part of you that you don't feel as proud of that's still a part of you and that part of you regardless of what it looks like still deserves love right so you have to build your self-esteem and your confidence by loving every aspect of of you right you can still be working on it right you can still be going to the gym working out doing your squats or whatever but when you look in the mirror you need to be giving yourself love so I'll look in the mirror especially when I'm working out y'all when I be working out I be looking back at it, right? And I be like, ooh, that girl look good. Now, am I where I need to be? No, right? But am I working towards it? And am, am I encouraging myself to get to that point? Absolutely, right? And I I do that by using my words. I'm like, wow, my I'm strong, right? My legs are beautiful. My body is strong. Like, I got this. I'm, I'm wise enough. I'm strong enough. I'm consistent enough to reach my goals. Like, I'm literally saying this out of my mouth using my words, right? And when I get to the gym, I'm like, I got this. I'm strong enough to do this. I'm consistent. You know, I'm speaking those things in my life that are not there yet, but through repetition, through putting it in my subconscious, through, you know, saying my affirmations, I believe I'll get there, right? But I know what's not going to get me there is using my words against myself. Oh my gosh, I'm so this. I'm so that. Oh my God, I could never do this. I could never do. Those things are making your life harder. It's making your life harder, right? Using your words against you is making your life harder. There are people who, like, let's say going to the gym. Oh, it's so hard to go to the gym. Oh, it's just, oh, I hate the gym. Then you're going to hate the gym. Every time you get there, you're going to hate being there, right? Like, we have to really shift the way that we communicate and the way that we talk and, you know, shift our perspective, right? Like it's all about your perspective on what you're dealing with. It's about your words. It's about the language that you use, right? It's important for us to really evaluate the language and the things that we're saying, the things that we're thinking, because whatever you're saying out of your mouth, you're creating your reality. You're creating your reality, right? So if you look back or if you just take a moment and look at your life right now, right? Look at your job, look at your family, look at your car, look at your friends, you know, look at your dog, right? These are the things that you've created. If there is dissatisfaction in any of these areas, then we have to come back to the drawing board and say, okay, what have I said or done that have created this part of my life that I'm not satisfied with, right? So what have I done, said, you know, what what have I engaged with, right? And then we have to look at it and look at that situation and say, what can I do now to get out of this situation? How can I use my words to help me to get out of this situation? A lot of the reason why we're in, let's say, 
negative situations, negative jobs, negative relationships, negative family issues is because we've reinforced the behavior by saying things, right? This person is the best I can get. So we just going to settle. He, he the best I can get, you know, or, you know, I just, whatever my mom said, I just got to listen to everything that she says because, you know, I don't know how to make good decisions. So I have to keep relying on somebody else to kind of give me the okay to do something, right? You're saying that about yourself, right? Well, it's not a lot of jobs out there. So, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to deal with this one, even though I hate it. And I'm, I come and I gossip every day about this job. I hate it. But, you know, it's hard out there nowadays. They doing a lot of layoffs. Yeah. If that's what you say, that's what you're going to experience. Even with men. Oh, it ain't no good men out here. It's no good men out here. For you, right? For you. But I see plenty of good men. You know, like I know plenty of good men. So that's your reality. And that's why everybody you meet is not a good man because you've created this reality, you know? So it, it's as simple as that. At least for me, it is, right? Um, the book of the week, guys, is going to be The Four Agreements. You can literally Google like a PDF copy of the book if you guys like to actually read. You can... um get the book on YouTube. Like I said, I listen to it on YouTube. Um, it's a phenomenal book. It's going to really shape how you move forward in life. It's going to shape what you say and how you do things, right? I think the second agreement is don't take anything, don't take everything personal. And I was like, ooh, that one, I need that one too. Cause you know, I'm very sensitive. So I am continuing to read the book. I haven't finished the entire book, but that first agreement got me. Okay. And since that first agreement, I've been real, real particular with the words that I say and what I speak. And I'm only speaking the things that I want to see. Right. And I've always done that. But, you know, I, you know, sprinkle in a little bit of this and sprinkle in, in, in a little bit of that. And those things aren't helpful. Those things aren't helping me get to my next level. Like it's hindering me. Right. And it's putting out bad energy. Like um, it's positive vibes over here. Only positive vibes. So so the book of the week is the four agreements in our affirmation. Our affirmation for this week is I use the power of my words in the direction of truth and love. I use the power of my words in the direction of truth and love. If you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely share it and let me know what you think about it. Bye.